We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Taysom Hill is quarterbacking the Saints. There's no better way to root him on than with the Saints Happy Hour crew to Taysom Cup. Become a Saints Happy Hour patron and you get one in your booze bundle welcome kit, along with four other amazing swag items. As a patron, you will also get full access to every Saints Happy Hour daily podcast covering everything Saints every day. Plus, you get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints with other Saints Happy Hour patrons 24-7. Sign up for an annual subscription and save 5% off the monthly rate. What are you waiting for? Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to a one-day delayed Saints Happy Hour podcast, big show. Uh, the Saints made us all want to throw up on Sunday, and I actually did it all night long. <laughs> Yesterday, the worst, one of the worst experiences of my life. I had the stomach flu that my kid had, and on top of it, I had vertigo. I blacked out on the toilet, and my wife found me on the floor. <laughs> how was your How was your laugh naked? So it was just pitiful, but we're we're rolling on. We're here. We're a day late. Um, the Saints, of course, lost to Philadelphia, and I gotta say, just I want to start with this because Sean Payton he does his little conference calls, you know, and a lot of times coaches will be like, "Oh, I'm watching the film during the conference call," and they're just lying. Sean Payton was so pissed off during that six-and-a-half-minute phone call on Monday. I'm going to play you this. Uh, You know, on Twitter, people probably saw that that Sean Payton criticized Pete and he needs to play better. But I'm going to play you the soundbite where Sean Payton talked about it. He wasn't even asked about Pete. Nick Underhill asked him a softball question about the offensive line in general, and Sean Payton just – he just went – he just went off. On the offensive line, is there anything that you guys could have done different, or is that just the type of game where you kind of got to win your, your one-on-one stuff there to send him for? Listen, Pete's got to play better. He's got to play better. I don't think any one of them played particularly great, but we'll keep we'll keep working here. I mean, Andrew, I don't remember Sean Payton. Besides Charles Brown, when he said, I'd seen enough, like, 
That's just like brutal <laughs> by Sean Payton, huh? Yeah. I mean, he definitely singled him out. And it's one of those things where uh, I think I said this on the grades podcast, but Ralph, you know, Saints fans hate on Andrus Pete. I almost called him Andrus Pete. I think it's Andrus. But anyway, Saints fans hate him. And I feel like I'm always reading on Twitter. He's the worst. Cut him. Trade him for, a you know, six pack of Heineken. Uh, whatever it is, Saints fans hate him. And so I always kind of take it with a grain of salt when I, you know, because usually when you go back and watch the tape, yes, there's like two awful plays, but he really isn't, isn't that bad in the games other than like two plays that stand out. So usually I kind of come to his defense or I kind of take it with a grain of salt. Watching the game tape this time, there's nowhere to hide for Andres Pete. <laughs> whatever uh he it was awful especially in the first half it was as bad as i've ever seen him play i mean you and... called it out on discord you know while it was happening you didn't even need to watch the tape yeah. to to <laughs> notice <laughs> how bad it was me and kevin even me True. and kevin could be like dude pete's he's fucking terrible today yeah um, yeah but that, that stevie, stevie wonder saw how bad he was you know and we talked and he about, has about the same vision as i do you know in terms of watching the games you know, Dave, and that was the thing that was most like uh, before the stomach flu hit me and I wished I was dead. Uh, but Sunday night after the game and when I, you know, as I was thinking about it, the thing that was most upsetting and depressing to me is, you know, it would have been one thing if they lose to the three, eight and one Eagles and they turn the ball over four times and the Eagles block a punt or run a kickoff back or some weird shit like that right and then you're like well just weird stuff happened and they lost like the eagles just thumped them on both sides of the line like they ran for 250 yards and their defensive line kicked the saints ass like that was what was most disturbing about the eagles not that i mean losing to a 3-8 and 1 team is bad enough but losing the way they did almost made it worse if that's hard to believe if that's if that's hard to believe I mean, like, you know, first of all, you know, losing that game now, Packers are, you know, they've got the number one spot. They sort of control their own destiny now. Yeah. Uh, and the Saints, the song. It, the it's, Saints, not, it's not sort of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Saints, good. you know, they, they lost that privilege to control their own destiny, losing to the Eagles. I, you know, I, I didn't think they were 14 and two would be the best record ever in Saints history. They've never they've never done better than 13 and three. Um, I was going for 14 and two. I really wanted to see them finish 14 and two. But I, I didn't really think that was realistic. 13 and three is probably more like it. I was thinking, obvious, like, like most people, I would say is they I was thinking they were going to lose this weekend against the Kansas City Chiefs. And that's OK. That's the game you'd rather lose. It's an AFC opponent. Um you know, losing to the Eagles is worse because it's an NFC opponent. Obviously, they were eight, nine, nine and a half point favorites or whatever. Um, I, I think it's a mixture of one, you know, maybe being a little too overconfident, you know, having a a quarterback come in who's never played, who's never started a game before and, and maybe thinking you're, you know, this might be, this is going to be easy. I think it's the second part of it is is not really having a lot of tape not really knowing exactly what to expect, how the Eagles are going to use them. Uh, you know, number three is uh, you just you just come out flat. You know, you you don't play as as well as uh, you can play, and uh, you know, so it's it's a, it's a mixture of factors. But um, I, 
I, I can't say I'm surprised. You don't know what the Eagles are going to do moving forward. Like, who knows? Maybe Jalen Hurts is the real deal. No, he's not. Uh, and, you know, maybe the Eagles wind up going on a tear and winning. What's going to wind up happening is the Eagles are going to be 7-8-1. and one. <laughs> and the Redskins are going to be seven and nine, and the Eagles are going to win the division thanks to that tie. They are going to yeah, win the division. It's not going to happen because of a tie. You don't think so? Who's going to no, win that I, I think Hurts is a total flash in the pan for one game, and I think uh, clearly Dennis Allen needs some tips from Dave Aranda of LSU because, uh, as my dad points out in the chat, LSU was up forty-nine to seven last year on Jalen Hurts at halftime. Uh, so if LSU knows how to stop Jalen Hurts, I'd like to think the number one defense in the NFL could. Thing is, he didn't really have a lot of help. I mean, you know, Alshon Jeffrey had one nice catch there, and he, he had a nice run from uh, Miles Sanders. But otherwise, it was really just Jalen Hurts doing it on his own. So, uh, look, this was an, an embarrassment. It really was. Uh, and look, Saints are 10-3. and three. I'm good. There's still tons to play for. But when you just look at – how they executed this game, I don't see how you don't paint this any other way than it was embarrassing. Well, no, I know. I mean, wanna... we, 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 before the, before this game on the last podcast, we all made our predictions. Uh, you know, we didn't know at the time we recorded, we didn't know who was going to be the starting quarterback, quarterback. And I think we were all in agreement. We would have much preferred Carson Wentz yep. because we knew how good he was or he's trash. I'm sorry. Actually, we knew how bad he was. Um, <laughs> and, and I, I said it, the thing with Jalen Hurts is you don't know, you have no idea. It's the element the of surprise, is, and you have no idea what you're going to get. You have no idea what to expect. And we got exactly Jalen what Hurts, we expected. I don't, I don't buy that. We Jalen got exactly what we expected. I don't, expected. Buy, that I don't like, buy that at all. He would run? Doug, Doug Peterson literally said before the game, they're like, how are you going to help mitigate having a rookie quarterback against the number one defense in the NFL? Direct quote, we're going to run the ball. We're going to commit to it. We're going to find a way to run as much as possible to keep their offense off off the field that he said exactly that and if you go back and watch Jalen Hurts at Alabama or watch Jalen Hurts's tape at Oklahoma he was doing all the same shit he did his entire college career Kevin if Teddy Bridgewater beats Aaron Rodgers on on Saturday night does he get automatic induction into the Saints Hall of Fame um he gets he he moves into the into the, the Jake Del home, we should have hung on to that guy ring. Um, if he, yeah, like he did, he gets that for for the time being. He he can get the he can retroactively get put in the Hall of Fame later. Yeah, that if he somehow if like, do they have to play uh, Tom Brady again? No, um, I think they do. I think I think Carolina does. If he could beat Tom Brady, but I'm just worried. Yeah. About, I'm just worried about the Packers. Is all my thing. But well, here, yeah. Here, but he he can move into the Jake Delhomme Hall, Hall of Very Good. Hall of Very Good. But but Dave, you know, you you talked about how the uh, the Saints that they didn't know what to expect. But I feel like Sean Payton in that press conference on Monday, like he was surly and he's making jokes ab- that we usually make uh, on the podcast. Man, we look flat. We didn't look ready to play, and that's a reflection on me, and that's it's upsetting. And so I've got to do a better job of making sure. I don't I don't think we played well in any phase. I'm watching it again right now. Offensively, it's sloppy. Screens, the naked, the run game, it, it, it looks awful. And defensively, 
they're still running. He's making joke. He's making a joke that we make, Dave. About right. I, I I couldn't. Believe, I was waiting for the breaking news siren. <laughs> I was making fun for the breaking news siren, <laughs> saying, "Up, oh, guys. Uh, hey, Nick Underhill. Breaking news." Jalen Hurts just ran for another 20 yards. <laughs> the only thing that was missing was for him to go, you know, that game was pretty saintsy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. Or, or to uh, pronounce, uh, you could have said, uh, uh, I thought Tamus, I mean, I, I mean, Taysom Hill played really well. They, they may want to consider playing Tomas. Tomas. Eh, well, <laughs> we got to get to Tomas. Sorry, Tomas. I know you were, sp- were supposed to get you all the stuff. We didn't do the show. But we got an announcement. We, we hired the content, uh, assistant content producer. It's it, Tomas. He's from Poland. Is it, is it, Ralph, isn't it just Thomas? Well, he says to call. He said, when I talked to him yesterday, he just said, call me Tom. I guess He probably got me tired of me butchering his name. <laughs> but, That's, you know. Like, you, realize, you realize that they don't speak hispanic in poland right like tomas is like latino that's maybe just call me tom that's like that's like international that's the international saying for your fucking shit up just 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 call me tom (laughs) but he might be he might be russian uh kgb secret service gru or whatever um, but he's going to be doing uh, stuff for the podcast, audio and stuff. He's excited. We're excited to have him. Um, and uh, we got some stuff from him from, on the hotline later. Oh, and by the way, the hotline, you people were out of fucking control in the hotline. Like, I understand that the hotline is sometimes it's your therapy, but they had two of you that called like six, seven, eight times. Like... <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on. Maybe people. we need to have somebody answering just yeah. to talk these people down from the left. Charge you, charge you people $20 an hour for I'll be your saint therapist. I know. I think it did need to be a help hotline last Sunday. I don't, I don't, I don't want to I don't want to go too far down the hotline rabbit hole, but, but my favorite is the guy. He's called a couple of times now, I've noticed. He, he, he seems to not really – have any plan when he calls he just kind of calls and he just starts talking and like he doesn't yeah. even really know where it's gonna go and I, I it, it goes it into so weird much. it goes into weird places it goes it gets it gets it goes weird you know sometimes i feel like just, i just want to meet him and give him a hug i mean it's almost like he's surprised somebody even answers <laughs> but but listen uh andrew the thing that was of all the the the, the technical tape watching <laughs> stuff from 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 Sunday, it was the most fucking annoying to me. Was they I, knew I that die, Jay- I die. I want you guys to engrave on my tombstone. <laughs> he created the hotline. It was his idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> created hotline. Dot dot dot. Smelled like nougat. Smelled like nougat. Not not we, that he we, married, we got, had kids, had a good job. No, the pin, the pinnacle of his existence is he created the hotline. Yeah, whatever my wife wants to put in there, don't listen to her. My wife. Yeah. He, he's remembered by his loving family. He's survived by his adopted son, Lil, Lil, Jordan. Lil, Lil, Lil Jordan, Malcolm Roach, and Latavius Murray. <laughs> Hmm. Sorry, you know, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was saying that. <laughs> no, I was saying that the the hotline, the hotline is weird. the thing that was so so great about the hotline on Sunday 
was they had usually, you know, it takes about like, you know, like third quarter, different people will start calling and being angry. The Eagles game, I saw calls like 347. People were just spitting bile at the hotline. They were Football they were is in happy. full effect with uh, many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Back to Andrew's point of they, we knew exactly what the Eagles were going to do, and I like. The thing that's so frustrating is they played Cam Newton damn near for a decade. And what do you do when you play Cam Newton? You rush him kind of slow. You don't let him get outside the pocket. You make him stay in the pocket. And the Saints were just – they were freaking terrible at it. And Sean Payton, he was as confused about it as we were. The thing, the more upsetting element, there were some times with a five-man rush we were rushing to contain, and, and we didn't do that effectively. And so that should be easier to do with when you're rushing five is to keep the quarterback where you want him. And we didn't do a good enough job of that. So we, obviously we didn't get enough good work at it. I mean, so, Kevin, that sounds like they didn't practice it enough during the week. Like, like what the hell, man? Like if, like if you don't know what the hell's going on, it's just, I don't know. Just that that drove me batty. That like Jalen Hurts, he just well, like... I mean, well, right? But it's the top. It's the it, what makes it more astounding is that this is this is the top defense in the league. I, I mean, yeah. I still can't believe I'm saying that about yeah. the fucking Saints. But it's like you get you reach this mountaintop of being the top defense in the league, and then you proceed to give up two single. Uh, two separate 100-yard rushing performances against a team sub 500 not yeah. just not 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 just below 500 sub 500 sub 500 they were on their way to a top 5 pick and that's the thing they that have, was they have the tie don't forget the tie the, well they that was the thing that was so like if this was the 2015 Saints or the 2016 <laughs> Saints You'd be like, well, of course the Eagles ran for 250 yards because the Saints' defense is the miracle cure for any offense. Like, of course, of course they did that. But like Kevin said, they were the, their number one defense in the NFL by like any objective you measure you want to use. You want to use yards. You want to use stat nerds analytics. You want to use – they were number one by all of it. And they just got run the fuck over. And honestly, if Lattimore played a terrible game and got roasted or Marcus Williams made a mistake and slipped in coverage, Janoris Jenkins or, you know, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson got super handsy and got a bunch of interference penalties, all of that would have been believable. It's the fact that they got gashed for 250 yards on the ground. Like, that's the one thing we've been able to hang our hat on the last few seasons is that they stopped the run. I, I think I'm partially to blame, though, because I went on an Eagles podcast uh, with Kyle Bennett, and I was like, listen, 
There's they're like, they're like we're gonna try to run the ball. We're gonna protect you. I'm like, there's no fucking way y'all are running the ball on the Saints. Like nobody's done it in four years. You're, y'all aren't running the ball on the Saints. Like okay, so if so, I'm sure so of one we... thing in life, I'm sure that you're not gonna run the ball on the Saints. So it might be my fault. So, well, so I, I mean, I mean, so what are we blaming this on? Uh, poor, poor game planning. Just, just, just a poor performance all around from the players on the field, or um, you know, maybe underestimating. I, I guess, I guess that kind of falls in the both. But you know, underestimating <laughs> yeah, the underestimated. opponent. Underestimated. We underestimated the three. I think three, it's a little bit of all of it. I mean, I think it's a little bit of all of it. But this, this is not. You can't point the finger. Look, Will Lutz misses a couple kicks. Taysom Hill doesn't protect the football. Uh, you know, fourth down play. Lattimore has a one-on-one coverage. He gets beat for a touchdown. Traquan Smith drops a third down pass. The offensive line gets their head kicked in. Um, you know, it's uh, there. It, it was a total system failure. Well, Sean we get- Payton on fourth down when the Saints are down 17-14. I shot to I shot to win the game. Calls a shot play instead of just trying to get a first down. Uh, you know, a play that's worked all season on third and one. The the power draw with Taysom Hill gets stuffed and they have to punt. Um, so I, I just I, I think. Like a lot of this was execution. I don't want to put too much on Sean Payton. He he takes the blame, but I, I think this was a system failure by the players mostly. I well, just think they completely failed to execute. Well, and so I want to go back to you know Hendrick, my Hendrick. Uh, let me just one 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 other yeah. guy. I want I want to put one other skin on the wall. Hendrickson, more interested in getting sacks and crashing than holding his containment against a quarterback that's clearly very dangerous if you can get it over well, you be, know onto be... the edge. And he and he just yeah. wants to go for the sack. Like to be fair, though, discipline. his sacks are going to get him millions. I agree with that. But, but here's the thing. Taysom's fumbling is like the audio from this podcast in 2016. It's a problem every fucking week. Like, <laughs> Well, I saw somebody just tweeted or put on Discord the stat of the most fumbles per season. Aaron Brooks was at the top. I don't remember what year. Aaron, 14, Brooks, had, yeah. Aaron Brooks had the two top spots. Um, and right now, Taysom... <laughs> Did you see Aaron Brooks had like five of the top seven or something? <laughs> yeah. But like right now, Taysom is like in like the five spot or whatever. He's tied with 10 and he's tied for actually Drew Brees in 2009, which is actually kind of surprising. Um, but consider the fact that Taysom four has games. only started four games, uh, you know, so he's fumbled as many times as as. You know, he's four fumbles shy of of breaking the Saints team record of fumbles. Uh, And there's still four games left in the season. And he's only started four games as a starting quarterback. So uh, it's an issue. His fumble, his fumble. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, His fumble wasn't really a big deal in this game because it was on fourth down. The big deal on that play was just his decision making. The fact that he doesn't just drop back three steps and get rid of it immediately. Uh, you know, the fact that he holds on to it, runs, and and doesn't f- feel the pressure, doesn't have any pocket awareness, uh, and and he puts himself in a position to be chased down and and to have the holding the ball out and put him in position to fumble the ball. Um, but the actual fumble, the result of the fumble, the result of the play really wasn't that big of a deal as far as the game or, uh, uh, you know, field position. But uh, the fact that he continues to put himself in a position where he's he's coughing the ball up. I mean, he, it's it's at least once a game, if not 
twice a game. And the interception was on him, too. Yes, it was tipped off of, I guess, Kamara's hands. I don't remember who it was. But and, and Peyton mentioned this. He says this, you know, that screen pass came out hot or whatever. The hot. dump off came off hot. And it's not supposed to come off hot. It's supposed to have touch on it, just like Drew Brees does, just like uh, I would say most starting and or all starting NFL quarterbacks know to do. Is to, if the guy's five feet away from you, you're not throwing it at the same velocity as a guy who's 30 yards downfield. You got to block people on a screen. Shitty gets the ball out there and <laughs> two guys, big old animals, nail his ass. Shit. But I want to go. I want to go back. <laughs> I want to go back to the clock management thing because I don't really feel like we got a real answer. I mean, Peyton has. I listened to the podcast he was on. Uh, I think Andrew listened to it also. Yeah, it was uh, good. the Hustle and Flow podcast. Uh, it was good. He said a lot of the same things on that podcast. At they least they didn't really ask him about the time management, though. No, he. But he mentioned it. He said, you know, we got to. I, I guess he's putting it on himself. Uh, I, I certainly haven't seen him blame anything, or uh, and and not, nobody in the post game. Cat Terrell, I don't know what she wound up asking him. I know she admittedly said, "Well, I didn't really phrase it right, or I didn't ask her, I didn't ask it the right way." But um, I, I guess Peyton's putting that on himself. But like, I just I don't get that. Peyton Peyton is too good of a coach. He's one of the best coaches in the league. He's one of the longest tenured coaches in the league. Uh, and he's great at the two minute drill and I, clock management. I don't understand. Uh, I, I don't understand how he, this could have been on him, how, the, uh, how he you could have made this mistake. You want my theory, Dave? I mean, I, it, it was maddening, Dave. I agree. He's got to be covering for something. something I have right? a theory, Dave. They were snapping the ball with five seconds left on the play clock. And like when a play would happen, you would see two replays of it. And I'm like, you know they're running the two-minute offense badly when you're able to see two replays of the same play before they go back to the game action. That Kevin, was crazy. Kevin, I have a theory, and I think you will be more apt to believe my theory than Dave or, or Andrew because they, they know football X's and O's and all that. My theory— And I, I'm just nuts. Yeah. My theory is Sean Payton doesn't trust fucking Taysom to run the two-minute drill, and that's why he didn't. Like he didn't, tr- he doesn't trust him, even though he's got his little wristband and all this. Sean Payton didn't trust him to run the two-minute drill at high speed, and that's why they didn't. Because, because like Andrew and David, he's too smart to just not to just for. Oh, sh- yeah, we should have been running the two-minute. God, how do we forget that? No, he didn't run it because he doesn't trust Taysom to do it. That's my theory. I, I, it's, uh, that's a, it, it's a, it's a, it's a valid theory. It's, it's a valid we, fucking theory based on everything we know about Sean Payton as a head coach and based on what we've seen from, uh, you know, with him, with Drew Brees and with Teddy Bridgewater. Um, yeah, like, so sure. I can, I, I can believe that. I can absolutely believe that. And he's not, it's, and, and Andrew, he's not going to, he's not going to say it in the post game. He's not going to say, "Oh, I don't trust Taysom to run the two minute drill," so we didn't. Like he's never going to say that in the post game. Well, right. I mean, he's but not going to toss. Well, he's not going to throw the quarterback under the bus. I mean, no, you'd be an asshole to throw to, to throw his, quarterback under the bus. He'll throw his left guard under the bus, though. That's fine. <laughs> well, well, his left well, guard did deserve Pete, it. Pete. Pete knows what it's like to be underneath something. He, he's <laughs> motherfuckers getting pancake left and right. He, he was on the ground a lot in that game. So, 
So that's the thing, too, Andrew. You know, we talked about the defensive line and not being able to contain and getting run over for 250 yards. But the offensive line has commenced their normal December playing, <laughs> but we're playing hurt. You got McCoy really with the Robo, we Robocop arm. You got Eason going on IR today probably with the concussion again. Like, is the offensive line going to fall apart for the third consecutive year? You, you mean fourth, right? Well, they didn't fall. Did they fall apart in 2017? I don't feel like Yeah, it was, that was the Minnesota Miracle game. They played terrible in that game, the offensive line did. No, well, they played like shit in the first half. The shit in the first half. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, you know, I, I just think the interior I, – I, I think, well, is it really an injury thing? Or is it just that Pete and Ruiz and Easton have been playing bad, you know? Is it, is it a talent issue maybe this year? So I, that that would be the only thing. But yeah, I, I mean that it, I I don't worry so much about Lutz because I I think he's extremely talented. He'll figure it out, and I think he'll be okay. And uh, you know there were some positives. It was nice to see Jared Cook play well. Uh, Michael Thomas looks like he's back, and that, that was really good to see because you know you, eventually Drew Brees will be back. And I'll tell you something, it's a lot harder to block for a quarterback not named Drew Brees. Drew Brees has been making pass protection look really easy for a long time in New Orleans. And he's made a lot of offensive linemen look Mm -hmm. a lot better than they really are because of how quick he gets the ball out. And I think this has been a rude awakening for the Saints front to realize that blocking for Taysom Hill, who doesn't process as fast. That's fair. That's uh, fair. They started Tim Lolito. They started Tim Lolito. A bunch and we didn't even think it was a horrible decision <laughs> right but uh but no the the offensive line is a concern uh that's the biggest concern on the team right now um but you know i don't want to lose sight of the fact that look the saints are 10 and 3 they're in first place in the division yeah we've seen these clunker games i mean i can take you back to 2009 in that home game against the bucks where we lost 20 to 17 to a lowly bucks team that had nothing to play for I still don't know how we lost that game. Uh, I can take you back to losing a Max Hall in the Cardinals. That's the only game Max Hall ever won in his NFL career. We <laughs> went 13-3 and three that year. Uh, we lost to the Colt McCoy-led Browns uh, and then made the playoffs. So you know, the Saints have these inexplicable clunker games. It's, it's been part of their history, and I'm willing to chalk it up to that. I'm willing to, again, I just think the crazy thing, guys, is the Saints lost by three points and they played an F or D minus level game. If they had played like a C minus level game, they probably win by 10. If they'd had Drew Brees, they'd have won. Because as bad as they were at the end of the game, Drew Brees would have been like, Philadelphia, their entire secondary is injured. I'm going to light them on fire and we're going to get out of here. It's going to be fine. Um, But. He would have, he would have scored much quicker too on that two minute drill, <laughs> yeah. and promise you that. Yeah, probably. promise you. Here's the Saints. With there Taysom. wouldn't have been any time for any replays. Ho ho ho, fellas! Naughty or nice, tis the season to perform. 
You are in luck because Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate man's hygiene bundle and makes for the perfect gift. Imagine opening an attractive box that says, your balls will thank you with the most sought after gadgets and scents a person could find. Included in this new package is the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, which is waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system. Look guys, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. Why not use the best tools for the job here? This bundle includes the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body. Tis the season to Manscaped. So get yourself, your dad, your brother, and friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Performance Package. Let's not forget their famous liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. Get the Performance Package now and receive their two free gifts the manscaped boxers and the shed travel bag the performance package is the best value that manscaped has to offer and is hot off the shelves get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com thank you manscaped for making our holes look sexy uh, a great game that Kevin discovered that we're going to play in a little bit. That's fantastic. Uh, Taysom Hill, uh, and I want all of you to answer, but I'll start with you, Dave. I've seen enough of Taysom Hill to know that if the Saints go into 2021, we assume Drew's going to retire. If they go into 2021 and they do not have serious competition for Taysom Hill, I am going to fucking go to airline and protest. Like, they can have Taysom Hill, and they can give him a chance to be the quarterback in 2021, but they better draft somebody or sign sign Winston or something because Taysom, I'm pretty much convinced he's not going to be a starting NFL quarterback. So I um, I listened to that podcast that, that Peyton was on uh, today. I, I wish I had uh, had more time to listen to the whole thing, but I listened to about the first. That was really good. Yeah, I listen, I'll listen to the rest of it tomorrow when I drive to Baton Rouge. But I listened to the first 10, 10 15 minutes of it. and uh, It wasn't and talks... as good as our show with Connor, but a close no, second. It wasn't. <laughs> well, first of all, I mean, it's I'm glad to see Peyton branching out and doing podcasts now. That's good. He's he's doing some starter podcasts and getting warmed up so he can come on our podcast. Uh, so that's that's good news. But, um, you know, you, you got to build up to get to <laughs> our level. You get that's to get right. to us. But, um I, you know, one of the things he said is that he, you know, he's, he's, he's gone with Taysom once Drew went out because, and this is his words, because of a promise that he made to Taysom before Jameis was even signed. And, uh, you know, one great, I'm glad that our coach Sean Payton is a man of a promise ring. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe he's a Mormon. He might be into that kind of stuff. Um, But, you know, one, obviously, like, it's it's great that our coach is a man of his word and he tells his players something and he and he backs it up and he does it. But just to me, that 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 would lead me to believe that. Jameis still has a chance that, you know, because he said he said, I made a promise to Taysom. 
if we got in this situation, it was going to be his chance. It was going to be his turn. Uh, but we're always evaluating. We are, you know, he's evaluated every week. And I would like to think that if Taysom does not perform up to the the standards and quality that we would want of a starting NFL quarterback of our team, that he would reevaluate and that he would go to somebody else. Uh, so to answer your question, Ralph, I think that Taysom and Jason and <laughs> I think that Taysom and Jameis are both going to be on this team next year. Ooh. And I think they, I think they are both going to have uh, a chance at being the starting quarterback of this team. And I, I, again, I don't think that, you know, the one thing that worries me about, about Peyton's comments about how he made a promise is I feel like sometimes he's, you know, he's, he's a very, he's almost loyal to a fault and he's going to ride this thing. Uh, even if it, even if it comes crashing to the ground and he won't, you know, make the necessary adjustment before it's too late. He'll only make that adjustment after it's too late. And I, I'm saying this and in the back of my mind, I have the saints running game for the last 12 years uh, running through the back of my mind, because I just, I feel like that's Peyton. He's, he's been devoted to degrees and passing the ball. And, the and he's, ball. you know, he's been very slow to come around to the whole running thing. And, <laughs> Uh, but so I, I think I think they're both going to be on the roster next next at the start of next in training camp next year. I well, really the do. fact that Jameis Winston isn't playing at all probably helps the Saints resign. Yeah, he's probably. got no tape. He hasn't done anything great. Yeah. He's got there's no reason for another NFL team this off season yeah. to to say, hey, I, I need that. Jameis. here's uh, I saw how he played because he hasn't played. Here's my question, though. Uh, Taysom, you know, I, I watched the game and I was like, eh, he was bad but he wasn't awful then i saw andrew you said it was kind of worse and i saw other saints tape eaters they were like oh this is terrible so my question to you is andrew how bad or or how quick is the hook against kansas city are we getting to that point where sean payton's like look Mm -hmm. Taysom, i promised you i gave you the promise ring we went on a date (laughs) we went we went to to olive garden you got the tour of italy And I've committed to you, but now it's done. <laughs> the tour of Italy. <laughs> so, so like, what do you think? What do you think the that promise ring? It's it's engraved on the inside. What do you think it says on the inside? That it's what do you, it's engraved on there. It says the next Steve Young. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, do, do do we have a chance that he might get yanked against the Chiefs, Andrew, if he plays? kind of like he did against you know him. so i i uh i actually lobbied for Jameis on twitter i was saying that they should make the move to Jameis uh for the second half of the eagles game so i was kind of on board to make this twitch uh yeah. when, when the saints were scoreless at halftime um so i would be up for Jameis. uh interestingly and this is just strictly based on matchups I I just don't want the Saints getting into a shooting a shootout with the Chiefs. Like I, when you look at that explosive offense, Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, um, I, I just don't think the Saints can get into a, a shootout with a team like that and win. Uh, so and you know that J, if Jameis is in the game, that's kind of the game you're trying to play. So specific to this matchup, I actually think Taysom Hill should be the guy. I really think this is a game where. You have to control time of possession. You have to pound Latavius Murray. I think this is a good game to get him going. Uh, and I think Taysom Hill is a better quarterback to kind of execute that game plan. So, uh, you know, now he's got to hold on to the football. That's 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 the, that's the big thing. If he can't, if he's fumbling, that whole game plan is hijacked. But if, if he doesn't fumble, 
then he's the best player to kind of control the clock, pound the ball and that sort of thing. So, you know, I, I am on board with Jameis playing. I just think this is the wrong opponent and the wrong game for it. But uh, if they get down a couple of scores and Taysom's playing poorly uh, and, and you get to a point where you need points fast, then, yeah, I start to think like maybe Jameis, it's worth throwing him out there to see what he can do. I would like I would like to see them let Tamus Jesus Christ I would like to see them let Taysom uh, just do his thing and 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 I, I feel like it's it, they're kind of forcing upon him the being a pocket quarterback kind of thing and I kind of feel like uh, go full Tebow is what you're saying. Go full yeah, Tebow I mean, and just I, let him run I, around I, I and, think, do, you know, and do non-quarterback. Yeah, someone, someone said that I wish the Saints would play Taysom like the Eagles players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, I, 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 I don't look, think you dance, can get away with that with, this dance week, with the one, Dance with the one who who brought you. I don't think you could. And, you know, I think Taysom got to this point because of his just natural football ability and his instincts and his and running his and all that kind of stuff. It's, it was never really about his passing. Yes, I think he can pass it. I don't think he's a terrible passer. I think he can hit a deep throw. Uh, I, You know, he needs to work on his touch a little bit. But for the most part, I think he's an okay passer. But I, I think his, his, his strong suit is, yes, his being like Jalen Hurts or being like Lamar Jackson uh, is running the football is is being shifty and all that kind of stuff and I feel like they're trying to they're you know in a way they're doing what they did with Jason David they're trying to take a a, a zone cornerback and that's trying mean, to convert him into that's a, the meanest a thing you've ever said about and, and I feel like right Jesus, now that's dude. kind of what they're doing with Taysom they're trying to make a Jalen Hurtsy Lamar Jackson running Tebow kind of quarterback into a Drew Brees. And that's just let him just let him do what he wants to do. See what happens. Let him, <laughs> let him run free. Let it, let it happen. Just let it happen. Um, okay. Before we get to the hotline, which is just ridiculous. And we only have a couple questions. I did a poor job because I had the stomach death flu. I didn't send out the, the, uh, the asking for questions soon enough. So we don't have too many questions, but uh, Kevin, I don't know where Kevin found this, but apparently, Kevin, in Scotland, every single snowplow they have, they name the snowplow. So we decided that since they named the snow, since the uh, since the, since Scotland names their snowplows, we should play some Braveheart music underneath and decide which snowplows correspond to which Saints players. Just to give you an idea of these snowplows names, Gritney Spears, License to Chill, Melton John, uh, you know, Gritalica. So mine, that I looked at this list, um, mine was, uh, I decided uh, Andres Pete would be Sprinkle Bell because he's terrible and he's always fallen over. So, did anybody else, or, or did, did we just not prepare for the uh, for the snowplow name? Well, I didn't even I didn't even get the snowplow list until uh, five minutes before air because uh, I don't know. Apparently, my cell phone service is terrible, so I'm looking at it now. If you all go, I might be able to come up with something. At the time, it's well, I, I kind of liked uh, Deontay Harris's Spready Mercury. <laughs> the snow solution. 
I think that might be Drew Brees because he's he. We hope he's the solution to all the problems when he gets back. But mostly, I just wanted to play the uh, the Braveheart music and say. Well, could, could we call? Whoa, hot, could, whoa, hot. Could we? Yeah, yeah, yeah little hot there. Could could we call uh, CD Deuce uh, Ice Queen? <laughs> I, Ice Destroyer. That feels good for Taysom Hill. Slippy McGritty. Who would that? We've be? got we've we've got a sprinkles on here. Who would be sprinkles? We got a Sir Andy Flurry. That could be uh, Andy. Uh, Andy Tanner. Andy Tanner. Yeah, we got Andy Tanner. We got Arctic Sprinkles. Should, should that be Junior Galette? Sprinkles. <laughs> I like also how there's there's a there's just Fred. Fred is on this list. <laughs> <laughs> All these funny, silly pun names, and then oh yeah, we have, there's Fred. No, I think I, like I think Mr. CD Deuce. Plow? Who's Mr. Plow? Is that Mike Bell? I think CD Deuce would be salty. That's who. CD <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just saw it. I just realized that was the winner right there. Yeah, solid. And actually, if we're gonna call anybody Mr. Plow, shouldn't it be? Shouldn't it have been Jeremy Shockey? <laughs> no, I think Mr. Plow has got to be like a fullback, like no. Mike Carney or something. You're you're thinking. Oh, you know what? I like that one You're thinking too on the field. the big friendly. Kevin's is broadening his horizon. Sheldon Rankins. I love I love the fact that Scotland takes the time to name every single snowplow in their country. That's a commit. That's a commitment that America doesn't have. What is is grit? So they use the word they use grit a lot as a pun. Is that like their word for snow, like in Scotland? Must be. So so yeah so we did that. but I like the uh, – I like C.D. Deuce's Salty. So um, now we got to get to the hotline. And like I said at the beginning of the show – Oh, here we go. The hotline this week <laughs> – the hotline this week really is a combination of therapy and sadness and the unfiltered hotline, which you can get if you're a patron – uh, was like 12 minutes long. I cut it down in half. It's only like six or seven. Uh, but you people, you people were calling in like first quarter, and you were angry. It's time for this week's hottest takes from the Saints Happy Hour Hotline. I just want to conduct a search party for Sean Payton's balls because his ambush and flea flicker and challenge flag rain and days are over, and he's now the guy who bent over for Goodell and doesn't trust his future Hall of Fame quarterback to get eight yards with the game on the line. As we've learned with anything in 2020, it's all just a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> so fuck it. Uh, that's it. That's, that's, that's the voicemail. That's it. That's it. Play me on the show. Uh, don't play me on the show. I don't give a fuck. The loss of the Eagles is on Sean Payton and his fucking arrogance. Okay, Taysom Hill, I've seen enough. All right, let's go with Jameis against the Chiefs. Okay, let's go with the quarterback that can run a fucking two-minute drill and actually throw the ball downfield and make a read and at the very least see a wide-open receiver like Michael Thomas. Give me Jameis or give me depth. Otherwise, the Saints will finish 11-5 and and lose early on in the playoffs. Good night. Yes, hello, this is Ogren Siminov. I am, uh, uh, how you say, a <laughs> boss, uh, a, a employment uh, uh, agent for uh, uh, Tomas. I am uh, calling 
to see how he is doing uh, so thus far. Uh, as you understand, he uh, he get college credit for every time he update website nice. and number go up in Malta for podcast. Uh, we were told uh, that you are paying him uh, unacceptable. Uh, he, he does not need to be paid. We take care of him with with uh, Shashnik and uh, other thing too. Uh, he, he Thomas is fine. Uh, yes, that is uh, that is very good. Uh, here I will uh, file paperwork uh, down at Kremlin, and we will. Wait, did I say Kremlin? <laughs> hey guys, Chase here from Tampa. Love the show. Been a long time listener. Uh, how was that not the most predictable thing thing ever? Big game coming up against the Chiefs. Everybody's starting to look get healthy. Even offensive Taysom Hill starting to look good. We're starting to believe that hope is starting to rise up again. That hey, maybe. This is the squad that gets us past the heartbreak. This is a squad that gets us that one final push through the season before some random event happens that clips us from getting the one seed and home field advantage like it's happened the last four years. And then you just had that feeling that this was going to be the time they laid the egg. And, man, did they deliver. And then to give us hope in the end, is that just not the most saints thing ever? And yet despite all that – Number two in the NFC, I'm looking ahead to the Chiefs, and I'm like, I'm still hopeful whether Drew Brees plays or not. This still can be the squad that gets it done, but, man, was that not the most faint thing ever of the last Sean Payton era. Uh, I don't put the blame fully on the defense on this one. I mean, they, they only allowed 23 points. 23. That is manageable by any means to any defenses. It, 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 yeah, I don't even know what to say. Taysom Hill, he's not the answer. He's not the answer to to the next quarterback. The fumbling, the turn the turnovers. Any other player in the NFL, they did that twice a game. They'd be riding the bench. It's over with, man. I just I can't I can't deal with that. I want to see what Winston looks like, but I I don't want to see what he looks like against the Chiefs. It's ridiculous, just ridiculous, man. Now I got to make a decision of go playing in traffic or. Beat my son in Madden to make myself feel better. See, that's that shit I'm talking about. This is that shit I'm fucking talking about, bro. Every time you put your fucking faith into the Saints, every time these motherfuckers reach the goddamn top or they get close to the number one seed, they do some bullshit like this. How the fuck do you lose to a team who has three fucking starters, bro? Like, what the fuck am I watching? This is, this see, this, I already know what's going to fucking happen. They do the same blueprint for the last, what? They've been doing this shit for the last three years. They get to the number one seed. They get bounced out the number one seed. They come in at second and, or second or third. They're going to come in. They're going to play the sorriest team and get bounced out the fucking first round. I'm calling it now. Fucking bullshit. At this fucking point, I just have one question. All of this concern about Jameis Winston and his drawing interceptions, how is it better if Taysom Hill literally fumbles the fucking ball every week at the worst possible time? There's no difference in that to me. And that's all I want to know. 
the worst part of this fucking loss in this household is that whatever damn show my, my three-year-old is into uh, has an eagle involved with it. So now she's just running around the house going, eagles, eagles, eagles. And now she has the most fucking punchable face rather than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, I mean, show has e- what kid oh, show has eagles in it? I feel like I'm pretty hip. Fumbled. Like this is just this is just un unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, your your mom. I still feel like that's I don't know if that's necessary, but I don't I don't know what the screening purpose is like. Uh any anyways, uh what I really wanted to say was uh I'm surprised that you haven't figured out how to block callers on your hotline my guy. by now. Because it's a lot of calls from just the same guy. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> Dave was... You should... I, honestly, here's the deal. You need to put Dave in charge of the hotline because he's pushing the hotline number. So Dave should be in charge of screening all the, all, all the calls. Like, he could do it while he's in his T-shirt shop. and But I would like to buy a shirt from Dave's T-shirt shop if I could. I, I mean, I, but I don't know where. I want to support. I'm not local. I'm in Houston. Oh, shit. Yeah, Ralph. Yeah, with you. Anyways, uh, but I would support Dave's business. I would buy a T-shirt from Dave's shop. Dave. You got online, uh, it, give your online link somehow. SaintsHappyHourShop.com. I'll buy a, I'll buy a shirt from your shop. <laughs> Using the turning lane. Unless it's like, I don't know, over $7 because then I could just get the boost bundle. I don't know. That's a tough decision that I'll need to figure out. <laughs> That last call, that was real. We didn't. That's my guy. That's we didn't. We didn't edit that. That's just, not one of us doing a voice. That is a hundred percent real. The scariest thing, Kevin, is I think he was driving while doing that, and it was clearly not sober. Yeah. No, you can hear. I tell you, you could hear the turn signal on in the car. <laughs> Yeah, but then the audio got like instantly really like better quality, and I I sounded like it was was that two different calls? No, that was one oh. call. Uh, I don't he know. Called yeah, like he's, eight, he's, he called like he, eight times. He's my guy. He just uh, he's <laughs> he doesn't really have any any plan when he calls. He just starts talking, and whatever comes to his mind, he just uh, he just starts saying freestyling, <laughs> freestyling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and by the way, yes, saintshappyhourshop.com. You can buy as many shirts as you want. <laughs> you know, if you if you want to support the business. Yeah. You, you take care of my guy, Dave. Did I take care of your guy? Uh, yeah, I, I ordered your shirt. Uh, yeah, it'll probably go out. Uh, it'll go out um, probably Friday. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Thanks, man. So... Uh, sneak peek, Tom, our uh, KGB Kremlin, 
content producer. He's working on something for the hotline that is magical, just to let you know. So here we go. <laughs> Somebody make a gif of Juge doing that. Where are you at, Tom? Where are you at, Tomas? Tomas. All right, so let's go with the question. Um, has a team ever swept two divi- Has this team ever swept two division teams with two different quarterbacks? Drew swept Tampa, and Taysom swept the Falcons. I don't know. Somebody look. Somebody Google that. Hey, Ra- Ralph. It looks like uh, YouTube is getting jammed up when you play other stuff. It happened during the calls too. So I, I kill kill the uh, song maybe. Oh, it makes me sad. No music. Um, how many, <laughs> Dave? How many times will Pete fall down on Sunday? <clears throat> uh, by the way, I like an over under. I like I like the shirt idea. I like the worry about your Pete shirt yeah. idea. Oh, that was genius. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we might have to make that happen. Um, over under. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know what? Uh, look, I'm I'm pa- power of positive thinking. Pete's gonna have a bounce back game. <laughs> great game. He's gonna have a great game. Uh, you, you, we're all gonna be. Uh, oh my God! Thank God we paid him all that money. I can't. Believe, oh, the good thing the Saints paid him all that money. You don't sound convinced, Dave. Uh, just don't worry about it. All right, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> it's gonna be fine, right? Right. Should the it's gonna be should fine. the Andrew uh-huh. should, the, should the Saints rest Drew one more week? I think they're going to have to. I don't think he's ready. They said he was still suffering and having pain last week. So, Oh, my God. He's still having pain? That's what, I think Sean Clayton said that in an interview that last oh week God. he was still dealing with some stuff. Oh Kevin, God. would the Saints losing to the Eagles and then throttling the Chiefs be the saintiest shit ever? Yeah, I, yeah, we, we discussed that uh, at the uh, in the post game that's also on the Patreon and I said the saintiest thing would be for them to, to, to beat the Chiefs and then proceed to lose for, for them to beat the Chiefs, for the Packers to lose, and then for the Saints to lose every other single game for the rest of the season. <laughs> just, you know, give us just enough and then rip it all away in, in spectacular fashion yet again. Do you think... Uh... I don't know. Does anybody else get the feeling like Drew's never going to come back and that Taysom Hill is the quarterback oh for the rest of the year? God no chance. Damn, Dave, you're bringing this. Show I hate down to, to hear that. I hate <laughs> to hear that. I just, uh, I'm just, I'm just, I just, I'm just getting that like intuition, you know. I'm like the Long Island medium. Oh no. <laughs> that is idiot. You idiotic. Yeah, it's terrible. And then, oh, don't make me beg now, Drew. You got to get back. You got to get back, Drew. I'm just saying. Football oh, is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. 
BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. The Saints are a three-and-a-half-point underdog to the 11-1 or the 12-1 Chiefs. Um, so I'll start with you, Kevin. Saints-Chiefs, hopefully I'll be able to watch. What, what is it, Kevin? <laughs> Tenga? Tenga? Tegna, not, 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 not Jenga with a T. Tegna. Who is the girl Tegna. on Boy Meets World? Topanga. Topanga. Whatever. Anyway, Direct oh, yeah. TV. I don't got her? CBS. I don't got it. I got to figure out a way to watch the game. I'm like you, Kevin. I got I got to figure shit out to watch the game Sunday. Go, but... go, no, get get go get uh, CBS uh, All Access. Can we just talk about Topanga for like five minutes? We can. Yeah, man. she was hot. <laughs> well, she still is hot. But yeah, she's hot. Yeah, Topanga was smoking hot. Teenage yeah. boys everywhere. Yup. In the 90s. When was Boy Me? Was that 90s or early 2000s? No, was, no, no, no. That was the 90s, man. Yeah, that that was, was TGIF. Oh, yeah. Was yeah. it? Yeah, Full yeah, House. Yeah, that was on TGIF. Yeah, but that was like after like Full House and Full House, Mr. And Family Belvedere. Matters. No, that, yeah, it was like Family Matters, uh, Step by Step. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. and... and that, think, yeah, that, but that what, was like the original... Sports? Yeah, but that was like the original iteration of, of, uh, what Friday? What was it? Friday? Uh... TGIF. TGIF. Yeah. But the second iteration was Boy Meets World. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so anyway. Kevin. <laughs> Chiefs. Chiefs game. Chiefs game. Saints three and a half point underdog. Who you got? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Who you got? Who you got? I'm going to take the Chiefs, oh, and and I hope I'm wrong. So I will say. I hate to hear that. I hate to hear that. I couldn't resist. Yeah, sorry, Jim. Sorry. I'm going to say Chiefs. Chiefs 31. Saints 20. Interesting. So you know, you know, Ralph. I've been listening to your show for a while, and I hear all those clips you hear you play with my voice in them. I'm here to tell you, I really don't like it. And don't you ever invite me on your show because I will never <laughs> come on your show. If he calls our hotline and leaves that message, I, I would uh, I would pay him twenty five hundred dollars uh, well, to his charity of choice. We're we're on our way to getting to getting Sean Payton. He's already started climbing the. Uh, the podcast social ranks and he'll get to us eventually it's fine is jim mora calling and ranting on our hotline the greatest thing that could ever happen to our this podcast i think it is i think it would be i gotta get that soundbite of him rant ranting against the saints broncos game he called it like a joke or something i gotta i gotta Mm -hmm. get that and add it to the soundboard we need to do more cameos i was listening to one on the josh inish inis podcast and somebody got uh little richard to give like a happy Hanukkah speech, but he didn't know Hanukkah and he kept pronouncing it Chinooka. He, he was like, I just want to wish you a happy Chinooka. I don't know. I don't know what Chinooka is, but I want to wish you a happy Chinooka. No, it wasn't. No, it was a Smokey Robinson. That's what oh. it was. It was <laughs> Little Rich. 
I think Little Richard's dead. Happy. It's this, it's that time of year. Happy to. We got to we got to we got to get like past Saints players. We got to like we got to like write scripts that have like hard to pronounce words and see if we can get see if we can make them stumble. Rob Ryan is on. Uh... Rob what? Ryan is on oh. uh, Cameo. There we go, right there. Happy. He doesn't know how to say Hanukkah. He doesn't know how to pronounce Hanukkah. When Ty- Tyree Stewart in the chat wants to know, is this a Taysom Hill hate page? Yeah, it's a Taysom Hill hate page until he throws his next touchdown. Or has a whole game without fumbling. Then then I'm his biggest fan. Oh, well, that's never going to happen. I mean, so Dave, so Dave, Saints Chiefs, who you got? Saints Chiefs, who I got? I'm with uh, Kevin. Uh, there's no way I'm picking the Saints to win this one. Uh, I'm just I'm using my head here. Uh, this this is also a really big problem because I got a buy on the first round of my fantasy football playoffs, and now I'm in the second round. So I need to win to go to the championship. And of course, Patrick Mahomes is my quarterback. So goddamn, uh, this is. Uh, Oh man, this is difficult. But uh, no, I just I don't think the Saints have a chance. The Kansas uh, City Chiefs—they are. I don't know. I, I got to be honest with you. They're the team that I wish the Saints could be. They are the team that plays consistently good football. That comes out. They don't play down to the level of their competition. Uh, you know, the Saints still year. 12, 13, 14, whatever into Peyton's, you know, the Chiefs kind of history is. here. And, and they still, you know, we're still talking about these games, these <laughs> quote unquote saintsy games. That's uh, we, we need to trademark that shit. Saintsy patent that shit. Uh, and, but the chiefs are not, I, I don't see that in them. They are, they just seem to always come out and play well. And they're a very talented team. And, uh, uh, I, I just uh, I, I don't see the Saints. I'd, I'd be very surprised if and if this was if this was a normal year and COVID wasn't around and we could pack the dome and maybe we could affect the game and be loud. That would be another thing. That would can't. that would be a different game and that would maybe change my opinion. But the Chiefs are going to come here and they're not going to have to deal with any of that shit. It's going to be very easy for them. Uh, so Do they have I'm going to say in the game, are they going to have any fans? Uh, uh, 3,000, 3,000. No, 3, they're, they're going back to the, the, the first amount, which is just the plaza level, just the, uh, the plaza level, no club, no you got terrace. Tickets, Dave, did, uh, you, did you secure so tickets? I, I, I didn't, I'm not going to go out of my way to get tickets, uh, for the rest of the season. I don't think, um, <clears throat> so uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, chiefs, 27 Saints 14 Ooh, and uh, yeah I know I know we're not gonna like it it's not gonna be good and uh, you know I, I'm still you know one of those they 14 points is gonna be like somebody returning a goddamn Saints. kick or a punt uh, for a touch for Kansas City yeah no no for the Saints oh, oh gotcha so Andrew you're still going you're still going with that huh? I'm uh, I'm I'm right I'm so Andrew, who you got? Uh, you guys are both wrong. Uh, the Saints are going to win this game because that would be the Saintsiest thing ever—to lose to the Eagles and then come back and beat the Chiefs. I still think the Saints are a really good team. I think I still think they're well coached. I still think top to bottom, there's nothing about the Chiefs other than maybe Patrick Mahomes, which I get is a big deal. He's the MVP and he's he's maybe the best quarterback in the league. But beyond that. 
I don't know that the Chiefs have a better roster than the Saints. They have scary playmakers, but uh, I think the Saints can absolutely compete with them. And I think they're embarrassed, as they should be. And I think the Saints are going to come out focused. They're going to play well. Uh, and I think they're going to win this game. Uh, I think the Saints win this game 31-30. to 30, And Will Lutz is going to make all you doubters wrong with a 52-yarder at the gun to win. Mm. They won't even bring I'll him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Y'all are all wrong. Saints, 41. Chiefs, 21. The Saints are going to play the best game they have played in four fucking years, and they are going to they are going to smoke the Chiefs. Well, it's official. Ralph puked his brain out last night. Yeah, I did. And, <laughs> yeah, clearly. And yeah. I'm telling you, they are going to look fantastic and confuse the fucking world. They're going to be. How did you lose to the Eagles, but look amazing against the Chiefs? Taysom is going to look so amazing that. Loomis might sign him to a contract at midfield after the game. Because I trust well, that Steve Spagnuolo is a terrible defensive coach and Sean Payton can out-coach him. And he's going to have a plan ready to roast the Chief. Patrick Mahomes is going to continue to have another bad game. The Saints aren't really going to stop Kansas City as much as they're going to like get like two or three turnovers. And that's going to make the score wider than maybe the game – actually was but it's 41 21 saints everybody's going to be feeling good except for the fact that we have to go to that we have to watch that goddamn game on christmas against the minnesota vikings which is an abomination dave you you were correct it was an abomination when they announced it and uh it's still an abomination i mean at least we'll have something to do on Christmas Day. I don't want like, but I don't want I don't want football on Christmas. It's just like thanks. The, Pelic- the Pelicans are playing on Christmas Day too. I think. Uh, yeah. Let 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 the NBA have Christmas. Yeah. Well, whatever. This is great. Now I have uh, many things where I can ignore my family. That's wonderful. <laughs> so you should. Be Jokes talking- on y'all. I have no family with me. <laughs> 
I forgot the verbal to beam guy tapping his uh, temple. You can't miss. You, you can't uh, miss out time on your family if you don't have a family. <laughs> so I should I'm lonely. I should have done a better job of promoting the Patreon uh, before the end of the show, but I always do this. So you should become a patron, get the show every day. But thanks for hanging out with us a day late. We appreciate all you fans sticking with us. I uh, had the death flu, but it's all right. So for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, uh, until next week, the bar is closed. No college credit for him. None for Tom. <laughs> <laughs>